The Steelers may be on a bye week, but we're not here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. We're keeping it rolling for you. And I want to ask a question. We talk a lot about Najee Harris and how happy the Steelers are with him. But where does he rank among NFL running backs right now? And where might he be by the end of the season? We're going to ask that question and answer it for you right here on the show. Joining me as always on Fridays is Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI. We thank you for making the Lockdown Steelers podcast your first listen every day because we give you the great content wherever podcasts are hosted. I'm Chris Carter, your host of the Locked On Steelers podcast. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and of course, YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the like button on this video. It really helps us out. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because that also really helps us out. Joining me as always on Fridays is our amazing guest, Jenna Harner from Channel 11 WPXI. Jenna, how you doing? Oh, Chris, I am doing so wonderfully. It is just a great day, and I'm so happy to be here as always. Uh, I am too. It's an interesting week. It's a bye week for the Steelers. You know, you get a you Ooh. know a few less practices. We get to take a little bit, bit of a breather on Sunday. But the man who hasn't taken any breathers this season is Najee Harris. No. He is he is the biggest weapon the Steelers have. They drafted him to be that guy, and I think it's safe to say he's been that guy, Jenna. Like you know, he's 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 been he's been he's been coming out. He has. I mean. I don't think he's fumbled yet. Um, if he has, I don't think the other team has recovered it. Um, but he's catching the ball. He's running the ball. He's been the, the catalyst for getting things going on the offense. And he even saw a little bit in this uh, in the Seahawks game um, where you saw with the jet sweeps, the, the Seahawks were so keyed in on him. They weren't paying attention to Deontay Johnson and Eric Ebron on those jet sweeps. He's become very important. But I ask you this, Jenna, with right now, he is – eighth in rushing in the nfl with 388 total yards um when, when it when it comes to that when it comes to that number but where do you see him ranking among nfl um uh, among nfl running backs because you know i i look at his total production and i see you know i see a guy who's who's really who's really showing that early on he can be the focal point of the steelers offense he's also sixth in total yards from scrimmage in the nfl right now I mean, he's exactly what they expected him to be. And I think that he's what they expected him to be sooner than they expected him to be it, if that makes any sense. Because we know just how incredible of an athlete he is. He is one of the most dynamic. I feel like every time I see him churning, trying to get like two, three extra yards, his leg strength. I mean, we talk about Saquon Barkley squads all the time, but oh my, it, it's one of those things. It's just, it's fun to watch and it's so impressive because again this is something you expected from him but when you see it playing out in real time you're like he is being pushed back by three four three hundred yeah. plus pound linemen and he is still getting it's just again you expected this but it's just so impressive to physically see in person it, it really is i think when you look at the rankings and you look at i mean Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. I don't mm -hmm. think we're going to be comparing Najee Harris to Derrick Henry for a little while, just because again, 
King Henry is King Henry. We saw what mm-hmm. he did Monday night against the My Bills. My goodness, what he did to the Bills. Oh, that was insane. Gosh, it was ridiculous. But again, that's what you, that's what Derrick Henry is. Najee Harris, not in that conversation yet. Not saying he can be, but he, or excuse me, not saying he can't be eventually. But right now, I think it is absolutely worth discussing Najee Harris being in the top 10 of all running backs in the league. And it's very impressive with what he's doing, considering the offensive line he's doing it behind. Yes. That's the other thing here, Jenna, is that this offensive line is absolutely – they're getting better. Like, that, this, that, that's, yeah. this isn't a slight on them. but. No. It's it's obvious that like they they need to gel. They need to come together. They need to be a um uh you know a a a more a more efficient group. Um, but you know as they're doing that, you're seeing Najee Harris be you know you know be successful. You're seeing him find ways. And it's not just that you know the fact that he has the big quads and he's pushing people and he's just a ridiculous athlete. You're also seeing Jenna the smart plays that he has when he's yeah. cutting into the right holes. He's picking up blitzes in the pass protection game for Ben Roethlisberger. He's you know he's when when he turns around and looks for a pass, he's often in the right spot and he he's keeping his head upfield to see who's the next defender he has to beat. These are all the things as to why they went and drafted him in the first round. I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, you never do that but you look at what he's what he's contributing early on and what he might be able to contribute for this team moving forward he's a different kind of a playmaker when yeah. it comes to that and again you look at the total yards eighth in in in, in rushing yards right now um and uh, when you look at total yards from scrimmage he's sixth the only he has 632 total yards from scrimmage combined rushing and receiving the only players with more than him right now are Tyreek Hill Cooper Cup Devontae Adams, Jonathan Taylor, and Derrick Henry. I think that speaks volumes to the company that he's in. I was going to say, look at the company he's surrounded with. Look at the guys he's surrounded by and look at those teams, how those lines look, how versatile and how successful those teams are. And I think, like you said, Najee Harris is the best offensive player on this Steelers team right now. We'll talk about receivers at some point. Deontay Johnson has been playing fantastically. But when you just look at the offensive playmaking capabilities from Najee, it's just, like I said, it's beyond impressive. But it's also a testament to kind of who he is. We heard him, I want to say it was last week, maybe Mm -hmm. the week before, talk about, I think it was after, I want to say it was after the Broncos win. But basically we heard him say, you know, he's in the room with the offensive linemen watching the film that they're watching talking with them about you know hey this is what i'm seeing and to have that not only from your you know rb1 but from your rookie wanting to say hey i wanted he you know we talk about athletes being sponges all the time and they want to say you know i'm learning so much i soak it all in he really is that type of person that type of player and that's only gonna find him so much more success down the line just strictly because of his work ethic, of what he does. And as he continues to grow with this offensive line, we're seeing a lot of improvement. But I think you're also seeing improvement from him in terms of, hey, this is what I was so used to. Because you look back at Alabama, I think we've talked about this too, that line that, like this right now, may be the worst line he's ever played behind. And that's no (laughs) at all to the Steelers' offensive line. But when you look at the Alabama offensive line, I think all of those guys that entered the draft were drafted last year and pretty high, if I'm correct on that. 
I mean, they, 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 they were, they were spread across the, the upper rounds for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and again, it's about the level of competition, you know, Alabama's offensive line, maybe not full of like, you know, future hall of hall of famers last year in the NFL. But when you see the kind of competition, like, you know, if you looked at offensive lines, you looked like, man, Alabama's pretty doggone good. And that's, you know, yeah. consistent with Alabama. It's why they are Alabama. Um, and, where the Steelers are right now, this offensive line may become a bet one of the better groups, but you know, you got two rookies starting, you got a group that basically never played together. And then on top of that, they came into training camp hurt and they didn't get yeah. to play together until like the later weeks. So this group was, was behind the schedule of what they hoped, how they could gel together and become a better group. Now you're starting to see the, the remnants of that just before the bye week. Um, I'm very intrigued to see how they continue to build it. You know, some of the guys that are ahead of him in rushing yards, like right now, it, uh, Najee Harris has more all-purpose yards than Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott mm-hmm. has not only the Cowboys offensive line full of studs, but he has yeah. Dak Prescott in his prime. He has an offense that is built and raring to go. He has another running back behind him and Tony Pollard who can take attention off of him and give him a breather. Whereas Najee Harris, they still haven't found that with Kalen Balaj or Benny Snell. I no. think it speaks volumes that he's that he's banging with those guys right now. And oh. team, I think teams are going to have to respect it as the year goes on. They are. And we're going to start to see, you know, we've been heard rumblings of it, but teams are going to have to start really game planning around him just because, again, like we saw with the jet sweeps being worked into the offense last week and them being executed at such a high level. They're paying so much attention to Najee Harris. They're not seeing Eric Ebron. They're not seeing Deontay Johnson. And that's one of the big reasons why the Steelers got so many big games from that last week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Najee Harris is going to be a story of the season. Would you agree before before we head into our first break? Would you agree that right now he is a top 10 NFL running back or do you think that's that's a little too much? No, I absolutely agree that he's a top 10 running back because, again, you're not I don't know at this point if I would put him in the top five just yet. I would kind of have him hanging around somewhere between six and eight ballpark it at seven just because, you know, where he is, what he has to work with. But again, on the flip side, he's doing what he's doing with the offensive line that's still working through some things that's still growing, that's still really kind of gelling and coming together versus some of these other teams. I mean, again, you know what the Titans do for Derrick Henry. You know what the Cowboys do for Ezekiel Elliott. It's apparent what the Browns do for Nick Chubb, you know, things along those lines, whereas he is still kind of working through growing with this offensive line, whereas a lot of the other guys have those established lines in front of them, guys that have been playing together, you know, maybe only one or two moves in the offseason, having to put or plug in place one or two new guys in that line. Whereas again, what we know with the Steelers line is that you have two rookies, you had have Trey Turner, you know, you have new pieces moving in, you lose your starting center. There's a lot of, you know, motion in that sense versus what these other guys have in front of them to work with. And I think we're seeing just Najee really build on that. So yeah, I'd put him in the top 10 absolutely right now. And maybe by the end of the season, depending on how this offensive line continues to come together, maybe we are talking he's in the top five, you know, as we near the end of the season. That, that would be an amazing statement to say that they drafted the a top five running back that quickly. Um, and a big change of pace from where the running game was last year. We'll see where the running game ends up this year. Um, but we're, we got to get to our picks. We'll get into those in just a little bit. Before we do that, I got to remind you guys about where you can make picks and make money at Bet Online. It's the time of the year again with football season well underway. Teams are into their bye weeks, but don't you have a bye week? 
Get into the betting action on Bet Online, the number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, there's even more odds, props, and contests. And Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N, Locked On, to receive your 50% welcome bonus. And Remember, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football to basketball to boxing, right down to horse racing. Don't wait to take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at Bet Online, where the game starts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter, your host, here with Jenna Hunter of Channel 11 WPXI. Jenna, before we get to this week's picks, we got to recount what happened last week. Okay, between us, you beat me again by a single game. Oh, you, man. You went 9-5. and five, I went 8-6. and six. There were a lot of people who did better than us. Last week's Week 6 winner was Griffin Mang. Almost had a perfect week at 13-1. and one. What, what? a... Uh, yeah, right, right. So great job, Griffin Mang, getting the, yeah. the week six win there. But the year-to-date leaderboard, the current leader, again, for the run your pool, the official Run Your Pool Pick'em League, uh, runyourpool.com, a sponsor of the Locked On Steelers podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network. Remember, if you win the full year of, of, of Run Your Pool Pick'em picks, you get a, a Steelers jersey of your choice from runyourpool.com delivered to your house. The current leader right now, is Dan Jay at a 58 and 20 record? Really, wow. re, real, but it's also really close here right now, Jenna. There are four people tied for second place. We have Dan the Man, Dozer 21, Juju Pickshuster, and Maw 310. Big stuff there, Jenna. Currently, you're in 15th place, uh, tied for 15th place with a 54 and 24 record. I am currently in 29th place, two games behind you at 52 and 26. So, with that being said, we got work to do to catch up to the rest of the pack. And reminder, reminder listeners, if you want to get on get in on this and you want to have some of the fun with us, be sure to go to runyourpool.com or you go to this YouTube video that you're that you're watching this on. Or if you if you're listening to this, go to YouTube. In the description of the YouTube video is a link to join our Pick'em League. Um, and if you or if you're if you're already in the league and you just need a need a link to get back in and make your picks this week, be sure to do so then. Um, but Jenna, let's get into our picks for week seven here um now thursday night football of course already happened with broncos browns but we're going to save the 1 p.m afc north showdown between the Bengals and ravens that's going to be our third segment pick and matchup talk about because that's going to that's probably the game that most Steelers fans are going to watch there with of course importance but let's get into our other picks here you got a two and four washington football team facing the five and one Packers in green bay i think there's no way the, that the washington comes out with this the packers are running wild with this one yeah, I completely agree. You and I talked about this on the WPXI Fantasy Football Insider, but just Washington's defense, not what we expected them to be. Aaron Rodgers, he's rolling. He's at home mid or you know mid to late October. This just seems to bode really well for the Packers. It really does. Um, I, this would even be my survivor pick this week if I you know I'm in a couple survivor leagues and I haven't had any strikes yet in either of them because I'm on fire and I'm I'm amazing. Um, but. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so there's that. But um, let's get to another game here. Um, 
no London games this week. Everything's at uh, you know, at regular times, right? No more nine thirty. You know, having to you know watch those games. But uh, the two and three Falcons are at the one and five Dolphins. This feels like this would have been a London game. This would have been two of the teams they yeah. said, "Yeah, go play in England, and we'll see what happens." Um, but uh, I'm going with the Falcons. The Dolphins have just been a complete mess. They just gave Urban Meyer his first ever win. Uh, I think it gets even worse for them. And heck, I, uh, the Falcons with this win would be three and three on the season. Uh, a nice bounce back from a really rough start. See, I feel like I have to go Miami here only because I know I I don't know why what? my gut is weird. I just I mean Tua didn't play horribly. Granted, he didn't. I didn't see out of the game. Tua looked good, and I believe they were missing two of their star defensive players. I believe, I believe so. Yes, missing Xavier Howard was a, was definitely on. I know that yeah. much. They were missing some key players on defense. Now, granted, my intense knowledge of Dolphins football is not nearly what I want it to be, nor I'm kind of glad that's not. I just think that if you get one of those guys back, granted, I don't know their status, so I'm not entirely sure. But if, which I I believe, I want to say, this is just, you know, friends, you have friends covering the team. I've been hearing things that, like, they're at least going to get one of their star guys back this week. If that's the case, I think they bounce back. I think they're, you know, really, really, really frustrated from that loss on Sunday in London, giving Urban Meyer his first win. I'm going with the Dolphins with a little like, question mark here. I know, I know, Whoa. I know. I don't feel great about it, but I'm doing it. Hey, 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 this this is my chance to catch up to you now. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go, Falcons. I'm a big, a big Atlanta guy now. <laughs> Big ATL guy right now. Let's 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 get it. All right now, uh, New York Jets at the one and four at the two and four Patriots. I was impressed with the way the Patriots gave the Cowboys a, a run for their money on Sunday. I'm going to pick them at home, even if they didn't play that game. I'm not picking the Jets, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Patriots in this situation. Yeah, I think Mac Jones looked really good against Dallas. That was such a fun game, such a back and forth game. And then you saw that touchdown pass he had late where I swear to God, everyone in the Steelers press box, when they had that game on, we're all getting ready for Sunday Night Football, just looks up. He throws, it was like the 74-yard touchdown pass Mm -hmm. with like two minutes, 11 seconds. And everyone's just like, oh my gosh, that was beautiful. I think you're going to see more of that from the Patriots. I think their defense is going to give Zach Wilson fits. Yeah, same here. Zach Wilson has not exactly had those oh my gosh moments that Mac Jones no. did last week. But uh, three and three Panthers at one and five Giants. Both teams kind of hurt up right now. Both teams missing their superstar running backs. Um, I'm going with the Panthers, though. I think they're just a better constructed team. Their defense will do a lot more. And uh, Sam Donald versus Dan Jones. I mean, eh, talk about uh, guys drafting the first round that haven't lived up to, the, to being that grade yet. Uh, but I'll, I'll take the Panthers as a better team right now. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, the Giants, obviously, without Saquon Barkley is a huge hit. And just I don't see a lot of good things from them this season coming to you guys as someone who was raised as a Giants fan. So I'm going with Carolina in this. I just think they're a better team. The Giants are not great. Keep uh, driving the stock up to get a high draft pick next year. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, now this is a potential to be game of the week. It may even be the game of the week. Three and three Titans or three and three Chiefs at four and two Titans. Titans with the way they were starting, a lot of people were counting them out, saying the defense is horrible. They weren't going to be able to hang with anybody, but they gutted out a huge win over the Buffalo Bills, who were looking like the best team in football going yeah. in, going into that game. Uh, the Titans, one of two teams to beat the the the, the Bills. By the way, the Steelers did it first, um, but the Chiefs. 
up and down. They're three and three for a reason. Their 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 defense has been kind of what everyone's made fun of the Titans for not being able to stop anybody. Patrick Mahomes hasn't been as magical this season. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going with the Titans. I think that they they're gonna ride the high the high after such a big win. And Derrick Henry is going to be able to run the ball in this Chiefs defense. I don't think they have much to that they, they can stop him. And with that, I think that they that they put themselves in a position where they can make some plays. I think it will be a shootout game. But you pick the oh, bet the over. If the over is a hundred, bet over that. I don't care. It's it, you, know, it, you know this is this is going to be a game. But I think the Titans win at home and build some serious steam for the playoffs at five and two. Yeah, since this is going to be such a shootout, like instinctually, I kind of wanted to go with the Chiefs just because of Patrick Mahomes. But then I think it comes down to the defense. And I just think with the Titans, what they were able to do against the Bills, that is such a high for them. And again, Derrick Henry, three rushing touchdowns. Are you kidding me? I think he's going to continue his success against that Chiefs defense. This is going to be a heck of a game, but... I'm going with the Titans here. I just think that they looked too good, and that's something that they're really going to build on. Absolutely. Now, here's a game that's not interesting. 0-6 oh. lines at 5-1 Rams. I'm just oh. picking the Rams. We don't got to say nothing else about that. Lions suck. Rams one of the best teams in football. This is a, this is your survivor pick of the week right here. This is your survivor pick. I know at some point there's going to be a game that one of us is going to pick the Lions because we're going to have to. I just – Right now, I mean, they're stringing things together maybe a little bit. They're seeing a little bit of growth in areas, but I just, you know, the Rams are the Rams. They have Aaron Donald. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Four o'clock games continue here. Eagles at Raiders. This is, I believe, a Super Bowl, what? Not 11, but this would have been Super Bowl 15, I want to say, when the Raiders beat the Eagles way back when in the 80s. Um, But the Raiders... They had a big win last week. I thought that they were going to crumble, uh, you know, without John Gruden and with all that, that that stuff. But they put that stuff behind them and got it out a big divisional win. Now they're facing an Eagles team that's struggling to find its identity. That's putting way too much on the shoulders of Jalen Hurts. I'm going with the yeah. Raiders at home. Yeah, I think the Raiders to me in this one just seems like a little bit of a more sure pick. I think that they, like you said, put everything behind them with the whole Gruden situation. They're like, we're focused on us. We're focused on playing football. We are going to do what we know what we're capable of. And you never know exactly what happens when you come back from a week like that. So for them to come into last week the way that they did, get that win and now say, hey, we're moving forward here. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. And I think it kind of bodes as a perfect time for them. I still don't know entirely who the Eagles are. Like you said, I think they're also giving Jalen Hurts way too much responsibility and making him feel like he has to do so much just by himself. I think that defense still has some question marks. And I think that uh, the Raiders offense, especially with the mix of the guys that they have, really can kind of exploit them and exploit them deep. And I think you're going to see the Raiders put up a decent amount of points here. Now, here's another. It's funny. I've said this twice now, but this is another survivor pick candidate of the week. One in five Texans at six and no Cardinals. I mean, come on. The Texans it's are just. just I, what, what else what, do you have to say? Kyler yeah. Murray, D-Hop, Zach Ertz is coming say in. It all. No, hey. There it is. Yeah, it's just that, that that's going to be a crushing. Oh, we're both picking the Cardinals. Yeah. Three and three Bears at five and one Buccaneers. Not a survivor pick game for me because I really think the Bears can be sneaky, but I'm still going with the Buccaneers. I think they win this comfortably. But uh, this would I would not be surprised if I looked up at this at this four o'clock game and said, Huh, the Bears are giving them some trouble just because that that's one of those weird NFL games that you'd be I, I can see people being surprised at. 
Yeah, I think that the Bears will stay in this game longer than people expect. I just think that Tampa has too much firepower to not gut this one out. I think that Brady's kind of continuing to do what he's been doing. You know, he's been dealing with what was it, a thumb injury, I believe. Yeah. He's been dealing, kind of coming back. You know, he still played. He's been playing through that. I think having the long rest after the Thursday night game last week bodes them really well. And I just think that the Bears still, you know, have some question marks. I think their defense is carrying their offense a little bit. But we have seen some growth from Justin Fields. I really just think that this is kind of Tampa's game right now. But again, don't be surprised if the Bears are making this one interesting and keeping it interesting late. Sunday night football, two teams that I can't mm-hmm. figure out. The two and four Colts and the two and three Niners. Yeah. I'm I'm going with the Niners because they're at home. They're coming off a bye. And I like their receivers, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I think that they can do some damage against the banged up Colts secondary. Um, I just, I also, I, again, I just don't know who either of these teams are supposed to be this year. No, and I don't think they do either. I mean, the Colts, Carson Wentz has looked great the last two weeks, and he's really strung some things together. But also, they blew that lead against the Ravens. They had that game Uh. in the bag. They had it. It was there. And you saw them fizzle out. And, yes, it was, what was that, week five? Yeah, that was that that was week five. I was like, it was was two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, you assume that you're still kind of, you know, you want to be at like peak game shape around this time. You shouldn't fizzle out like that. You shouldn't be getting exhausted towards the end of games in the way that they did and drop off as drastically as they did. So I think that Carson Wentz has put together things well and he's looked good but I think that that team needs to sustain a lot more and I just think right now San Fran is going to kind of just give it to him a little bit it's going to be a fun game to watch I think just because I don't think anybody knows a lot about these two teams right now I don't know I'm going with San Fran here Monday night football three and two Saints at two and four Seahawks I believe the Saints are also coming off a bye week yeah. uh Seahawks I, I, they all they almost had that game against the Steelers even with all the backups they had playing I think that they they I think that missing on that opportunity is going to hurt them a little bit mentally. I think the Saints are also just a better football team. Um and they're gonna be their defense is gonna find a way to gut this win out. So you're going with the Saints or the Saints? Seahawks? Yes. Saints. Okay, you're going with the Saints. I don't know. I think I just want to go with Seattle just from what we saw last week and from their run game in the second half. They tore the Steelers defense they apart. Did. They did. So that will be uh, an interesting matchup to keep an eye on here. Yes, the Saints defense, I think, is really solid. But obviously, I mean, Seattle had a couple chances really there to kind of take one from the Steelers, steal one. I think that they win this game, but it's going to be one. I know we have some different picks this week. We do. We do. So I think we split on Falcon. I picked the Falcons. You picked the Dolphins. I picked the Saints. You picked the Seahawks. Did you pick the Titans or the Chiefs? I think the Titans. We were the okay. same as the Titans. So we're the same there. So I think we're the same the rest of the way here. But of course, there's one there's one more big game we got to talk about. That's the AFC North showdown. Four and two Bengals at five and one Ravens. We'll talk about that just shortly after the break here. But first, I got to tell you guys about Built Bar. If you want a healthy treat that tastes like a candy bar, Built Bar is the ultimate protein bar for you. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry, strawberry, or orange, or something different like salted caramel, cookies and cream, Rocky Road, double chocolate, or real cookie dough, Built Bar has all the flavors for you to enjoy. And the best part, they're all healthy. They range from 130 to 180 calories. They pack 17 to 18 grams of protein, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. That's a tasty and healthy snack that'll save you from eating that snack you'll regret later and stay on task with anyone 
everyone's diet. Order today and get your favorite flavor delivered right to your door by going to built.com to use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, all capital letters, all one word, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, it's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Wrapping things up here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter here with my friend and ho- or my friend and guest here. I keep we've done, we we co-host so many things together. We do. We do. There's so many things. So yeah. we're uh, right. But, we're but right. Jenna Harner, you know she's here on Fridays. Jenna, let's talk about this Bengals Ravens game. Uh, Bengals on the road, riding high, four and two. They've had some really confident wins. Uh, the Ravens also really confident wins. They blew out the Chargers last week. Uh, they're five and one. The Ravens looking like one of the best teams in the NFL. The Bengals banging right up there with them. This is a measuring stick game for both teams, I think. I think that Joe Burrow has played really well. The Bengals' defense has really stepped up this year. They're finding answers across the board. I'm just I, – I have a hard time picking this game because I, I like some of the things that the Bengals do that could counter what the Ravens, you know, struggle with. Yeah. Um, but the way they shut down Austin Eckler last week and the way they shut down Justin Herbert, I, I, you know what? I'm going with Baltimore. They're at home. I, I want. I wanted to pick the Bengals because I think they're 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 kind of becoming the upstart team. Uh, but the Ravens, the way they beat up on the Chargers, I have a hard time picking them to lose at home after that game. I think so too. Just the way that they shut down Justin Herbert, that was what did it for me because coming into last week, I, I feel like I, pick, I mean, I know I picked the chargers, but I said, you know, I think Justin Herbert's going to give him a game. I think he's going to prove that, Hey, I'm doing really well. I'm carrying the success into my sophomore season. And the Ravens defense was like, yeah, not so fast. We're not going to do that for you. We're not going to let you do anything. That game just, they totally dominated in all facets of it. You saw Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's just, again, I feel like we always say this. He's a a stellar season already. Yeah. And it's just, I know Steelers fans aren't loving hearing this, but personally, just from an outside perspective, I mean, he's fun to watch. And I know that that like, uh, it, it pains me and I know it pains you all to hear it a little bit, but it's true. It is, he, he's so enjoyable to watch what he's doing with that offense. And I think this is going to be a really interesting game. I think this is going to be a really good barometer to say, hey, how legit are the Bengals? Really, where do they stand? Is this going to be, are they going to be able to keep it close and Lamar's going to run away with it at the end? Are they going to be able to, you know, get a couple plays and get ahead and stay and hold a lead? This is going to be a very interesting hey, this is where this division is right now because this is for the division. And I think that, you know, Joe Burrow has been playing really, really well up to this point. We're seeing a lot of growth from him, obviously. I think Jamar Chase has over 500 receiving yards if I read that the other day. I believe so. Let me do a quick check. I want to say it's like 533. We're just going to, you know, I want to make sure we're getting things right. 553. You're correct. 553. So he's on pace for over a thousand yards in his rookie season. I mean, that is fantastic. And I think the Bengals defense has taken a lot of steps too. Again, this is a team that usually ended up being a little bit of a laughing stock in the division. And now it's like, wait a second, these guys are actually pretty intense. So I'm just excited to kind of see how these two teams match up, how the storyline of this game shakes out. But I'm going with Baltimore just because I feel like they have been there before where the Bengals haven't quite been there, at least as in recent years haven't. But this could be something that's very interesting where this comes down to whoever has the ball in their hands last. 
Yeah, it really could be. It could be a big offensive showdown. It could be a it could be a big defensive showdown. That's yeah. why this is a really interesting game because I think both of these teams have a lot going for them. Um, but we will see uh, Sunday one o'clock. Uh, just for the record, Jenna, you're going with the Ravens. I'm picking the Ravens, but okay. I would not be surprised if the Bengals give them a really really good game. It really is, and this is uh, this is for the AFC North leader. If the Bengals win, they'll be five and two, as will the Ravens, and they'll have the tiebreaker of the single game uh, yes. played there so far. So, uh, big win uh, either way here. Bengals or the Ravens could get out to six and one and be up there with maybe the they'd be the number one seed, I believe, in the AFC at that point. Uh, I think okay. they are right now um, because of the bill the Bills loss. So, um, big game either way. We will be keeping an eye on that one. Steelers fans, stay tuned. Don't forget to put in your runyourpool.com picks so that you can get yeah. your chance at a Steelers jersey at the end of the season. I'm Chris Carter. Jenna, let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Well, Chris, thank you so much for having me as always. It's my favorite part about Fridays. We love it. You can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner 11, Instagram, Jenna underscore Harner. And on WPXI, Chris and I do Skylights, our high school football show every Friday night. He's back this week. We're pumped. Uh, We do final word together Sunday nights. We do fantasy football insider on Tuesdays. So lots of, lots of great content. Uh, All the fun all the fun you can follow me chris carter on twitter and instagram at carter critiques thanks so much for all the people who enjoy enjoy the show thanks for making the locked on steelers podcast your first listen of the day every day available on all the podcast platforms apple spotify google Podcasts, odyssey and of course youtube like our youtube video subscribe to our youtube channel it really helps us out be back in your ears next week keeping things rolling getting you ready for big cleveland browns week steelers browns is going to be a big showdown we got all the shows coming your way stay tuned with us on the lockdown steelers podcast